Welcome to another edition to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Hello, radio and podcast land. It's me, JC, here with another travel adventure into scriptures. You know, as we did last week with the Shudamite woman. Yes. We examined her faith and deliverance of her son's death by the prophet Elijah. Today, guess who we're going to meet? Pastor? Who's that? We'll meet the prophet Malachi, who many know him as the last prophet of the Old Testament. The name Malachi, which we know we're endeared with that name because that's our son's name, means messenger of Jehovah. Audience, we have been making these programs for you, the listener, in mind to begin or continue with your own study of the book. I think it's important. It's imperative that as a believing body, we make the Lord a priority in our lives because of all the mess that's going on right now. And many people do believe that there is no God, but we differ. Yes, indeed. Join us today to line up with God's inspired word so our light shall shine for others to see. And you know who's going to be our prophet today, Malachi. Praise God. It's Pastor Gary. You're one and only. <laughs> You're one and only. You know, Malachi has been on our minds yes. for 35 years. <laughs> yes. Because just as uh, Elder JC stated, our son uh, is named Malachi Jabari Montgomery. Yes. And we just put his name out there. And there's a number two out there because he has a junior, yes. Malachi Jabari uh, Montgomery Jr. Praise God. So when we were deciding on that name, uh, Malachi, not only did it sound good, but also the word behind it being the messenger. And we knew that uh, being a premature uh birth. Yes. He was a little dude. Yes. <laughs> and in the see, palm of my hand. Yeah, and to see him now, you know that God is real and yes. alive right now and can take a bad situation and, and turn, turn it, it around. And, oh, yes. we love the Hallelujah. Lord so much. Hallelujah. And so I just want to give him a shout out for because uh, we have uh, three other children too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm going to call out their names too. Jamil, Jelena, and Raquel. Praise God for the blessing that the Almighty have given us through the children and all of them are well and prospering and they know the truth and that truth will always keep them free because they're passing it down to their their children, our grandchildren. Yes. Yes. And I know we're supposed to talk about Malachi. I, I, I'm going to enjoy um, playing the role, but just some uh, background. Uh, Malachi is the last of the three post-exile prophets. He does not give any details about the time and duration of his ministry. One can take from the book, however, that the temple in Jerusalem has been rebuilt Hallelujah. and that the priests are offering sacrifices. You know, just go through Malachi 1, uh, 6 through 14. He lays it out right there. A governor uh, who is the king of Persia is reigning in the land. And it also is spelled out in Malachi 1 through 8. The sad condition of the people is very much like the description of Nehemiah in chapter 13. Based on these facts, one can conclude Malachi lived around Nehemiah's time. Mm. Some believers put Malachi's time of service before Nehemiah's time. Others think that he prophesied while Nehemiah had returned from Jerusalem to the Persian court. Because then also Nehemiah, he specifies that in 13, chapter Nehemiah, chapter 13, 6 through 7, or that he even ministered after Nehemiah's time. In any case, we're talking about the second half of the 5th century BC, which is probably around 450 to 425 uh, BC, which is before Before Christ. Christ. Praise God. Yes. For interesting information. What you see, the last message of the Old Testament by Malachi followed 400 silent years during which the Almighty or our Lord, our Jehovah, Ayah, did not speak to his people until John the Baptist arose to prepare the way of Jesus Christ. 
and you can read and compare this, and I'm going to get to that verse in a minute, 400 years. Yes. That's how long America is. That's Could right. Could you imagine not having any communication with the, our creator from the birth of our nation till now? Mm-hmm. That's a long time a long to be cut time. off. Long time. Yes. Malachi 3 he, 1. They, he, they, they really made him angry. Yes, they did. For him to turn his back for 400 years and not even connect with anyone that had, he probably did, but it wasn't written down or recorded. One of the things that we have to remember is that God always says all we have to do is follow his laws and commandments. So apparently, uh, you said they. We didn't do that. <laughs> Malachi 3.1 says, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Mark 1.2 says, As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. And I I just have to have a little uh, rabbit trail because one of the reasons we name Malachi, the name Malachi, my messenger, is he was premature. I uh, had decided to go for a walk with my other two daughters. Um, And we were just walking and I decided to hop over a fence. Now, remember, (laughs) I am pregnant. But at the time, I didn't think anything of it would end up happening is I would enter premature labor. But I opened up my Bible to read it, to determine how God, I got to hear from you. My my child has to be saved. And it opened up to Malachi. Hmm. And this is where I read 3.1. Behold, I will send my messenger. So I, that confirmed in my spirit that he would live. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. You know, if, you were a skinny pregnant person. Yes, too. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say much about that today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, you, got, you know, sweeter with wine, you know, how yes. uh, it ages, it gets better, you know, things like that. But, you know, Jehovah, Jehovah, God, the Almighty, yeah. Yahweh, yeah. Jah, they are one. That's a, it's just a different name. Like some people call me Gary. Some people call me Pastor. Some people, it's, it's just a name. But Jehovah's last message to the people of Israel is directed to the remnant mm. that returned from Babylonian captivity. This remnant fell for decades mm. after they returned in their testimony for God. Although it's true the Hebrews no longer serve idols as they did before the exile, their moral condition was marked by indifference, Mm. despising of God and unbelief. Into this situation, Jehovah manifests his unchanging love for the people and severely points out their sins and departure from his commandments. Mm. Malachi 1 Mm. and Malachi 2. That's what we always talk about. Mm -hmm. Follow the Ten Commandments and you can't go wrong. But Jehovah also announces to the Hebrews severe judgment Mm -hmm. will come upon them before the day of Jehovah will arise with full blessing for the repentant ones. And he captures that in Malachi 3 and 4. But, you know, uh, it seems like things are going on right now. Uh, Not much different during the time of Malachi. Well, let's begin our journey, but first, we want you to visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell of Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, dynamicspineandwellness.com, or call him at 850-402-9061. We'll be right back after the break to speak with Prophet Malachi. Praise God. Hey, uh, when you contact Dr. Powell, let him know the Stone Builder sent you over. Yes. We'll be right back. Thankfully, it's hard for me to keep feeling this way When I consider who is on my side The Lord is my help Walking with me every step I need to take On the desperate days 
Anne-Marie Baker and I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center I no longer have any pain or discomfort and my issues were resolved without having any surgery Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Make time to attend a real down-home auction with the family. Gospel Express Ministry South is hosting its 25th benefit auction when Saturday, November 14th at the Lighthouse Children's Home, where 7771 East Mayhem Drive in beautiful Tallahassee. Bid on Amish-made furniture, craft items, quilts, and tools. Also, farm fresh food items such as apples, cheeses, and other tasty treats like home-baked goodies. Yum! Breakfast starts at 7.30 a.m. and auction at 9. Stay for lunch and enjoy baked or barbecued chicken. For details, contact Merrill Dittweiler, 850-447-2033. Contact Merrill at 850-447-2033. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. But before we get, catch up with the Prophet Malachi, please know you can listen at your convenience to all our previous shows on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify. So you don't have any excuses when you have a few minutes, you want to hear, be inspired, go to those podcasts and Pull us up, the Stone Builders Hour. Also, become a Stone Builder supporter with a gift on our website at WeLivingStones.org or our favorite, Cash App, App, dollar sign, LStones51. Pastor and I are celebrating 48 years of marriage. Yes, I said it right. 48 years of marriage. Yes, but we've known each other for 52. Praise God. My goodness. Man, where did the time go? Yes. Woo. We used to call her the Flying Nun back in 1968. We're not going back that far. All right, all right, all right. But we are asking our listeners to join us in this entire year to, to bless the ministry of Stone Builders and this program by a special and recurring donation of four dollars and eighty cents. Yes. Now come on now, that's less than five. Right. I know we yeah. always carry a five and I always carry a five in my pocket. Forty-eight dollars, four hundred and eighty dollars, and for those that are you who are really blessed, four thousand eight hundred dollars. Praise God. And we thank all of those who continue to support our program because we want to get this word out to everyone. And this is one way to do it. And then plus, you'll be helping us to celebrate our 48 years of marriage. We have uh, wanted to talk a little about that we're going to go over and talk to uh, Malachi. But I also wanted to talk about who he is because a lot of times people say, Malachi, who? Or Malachi. Oh, don't even try that. <laughs> when I hear people say that, it's Malachi. like... <laughs> when I hear them say that, I know they don't read their scriptures. But the short book of Malachi comprises, completes 12 books. And I didn't know that when I was researching this. They're called the Minor Prophets. 
and chronologically is probably he's probably the latest of them yeah uh the prophecy is nowhere dated but the subject matter predominantly that malachi talks about is the priesthood for those of us who are in the ministry but it also talks about marriage and tithing we want to look at this book as it looks at the reforms of Ezra and Nehemiah remember those Nehemiah built the built the wall and it is around the time period around 450 to 430 BC we've already mentioned that Malachi means my messenger and after that we really don't know too much, much about yeah, we the don't. prophet right it's, a, it's one of the smallest books in yes the, it is in the Bible not even if he was a priest but Jewish tradition claims that he was a member of the great synagogue and the Targum of Jonathan asserts without further proof that Malachi was Ezra writing anonymously. Hmm. But one of the things that you want to look at is these minor prophets. We want to kind of see who are they and what were they about. And God gave them an important timing because this was right before Yeshua would come to this world. So, finally, <laughs> Prophet Malachi, what message can you share with us about the coming of Yeshua, or as most know, Jesus Christ? Well, praise God as Pastor uh, Gary states, Elder JC. This will be harsh, mm. but as the last messenger, until the arrival of Yeshua, I must share the words the Almighty gave me. I wrote in my book, Malachi 4, 1, 2, 3, stating, Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. Mm. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble. And the day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. Mm. But for you who revered my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his rays. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. Further, I told the Israelites in my book, Malachi 4, 5 through 6, See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of their children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. Ooh, sounds scary. Yes. So your message, Prophet Malachi, is that Jehovah's judgment is indeed coming on his enemies. Yes. But God's people must be more concerned about our own relationship to him than worrying about someone else's faith. That's right. Therefore... Today's church believers, I'm calling on you that you must become aware of the dead orthodoxy. And what's orthodoxy? It's a belief or way of thinking that is accepted as true or correct. And I can remember my mom always say, uh, just because everybody believes it, yeah. doesn't make it right. And even nowadays, it's more difficult because there's so much fake news. Uh, you don't know who to believe sometimes. Yes. Uh, we believe these things and they become part of our church life routine. As noted in your book of Malachi, you are the last of 12 minor prophets and little is known about you as we stated before, aside that what we inferred from the contents of your book. Unlike minor prophets like Haggai and Zechariah, you Malachi prophesied sometime after the completion of the temple in Jerusalem around 515 BC. In fact, it appears that you prophesied 
over 50 years after Haggai and Zechariah. Yes, like Haggai and Zechariah, I ministered during a difficult time, but the problems I faced were slightly different from my fellow prophets. It was decades since the temple was completed, yet the glories of the Macedonian kingdom had not arrived as expected. Mm. But neither had the people lived up to Jehovah's law. Politically, Israel was a minor province in the massive Persian Empire. The nation was suffering from economic and agricultural issues. The most serious problems, in my opinion, was spirituality. Idolatry was no longer a serious problem, and the people lacked a zeal for the Almighty. Spiritual discouragement and apathy were rampant, and the Almighty called me to explain the delay in the fulfillment of God's restoration promises. Mm. So when he tapped me on my shoulder and got my attention, just like the word say, here I am, Lord, send me, mm. I was always available. With Malachi's final words, the Old Testament, you closed out the Old Testament. And no further words of scripture, can you believe it, will be penned for nearly 500 years. When the earliest epistles of Paul inspired the Galatians and Thessalonians, that is a long yes, time. Like you said, That's America. Amer the birth of America, our whole history. <clears throat> this period proved a tumultuous time for Judean Jews as empires fought over Palestine, the strategic land bridge between Africa and Asia. And it seems as though we have not had peace ever since. And as in my day, agricultural and economic issues, it is appears to be happening Today, yes, agricultural issues and economic Look at issues. Look at all the fires in Australia, California. We are experiencing, we're in Florida, so I can't say uncommon seasons because we have our hurricane season. Mm -hmm. But just within a short period of time, I think we're working on number five now. Yes. And it looks like we're going to have another one coming into the Gulf that's headed to Louisiana again. Mm, mm, mm. Malachi, we must take a break, but can you stay a little longer? <clears throat> Excuse me, because I have more to ask of you. Yes. With your final words, the Old Testament had spoke, said earlier closes, and there wasn't any more writing for another 500 years. This four or 500 the, years. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this period proved um, a major time. And remember, this is after the time that Alexander the Great yeah. conquered the whole known world at that time. So we're going to stay tuned, audience, and we'll return with the prophet Malachi. Oh, this little light of mine, God, you keep it burning. If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. 
I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary, who's now our Prophet Malachi, Temporary. and myself, JC. We're talking with the Prophet Malachi, who is giving us his insight on problems and issues during Judea returning from captivity. And remember, we described the length as being the birth till now of America is how long God had not spoken to them until the day of Jesus Christ. So Malachi is an important prophet during this time. Yes. Malachi, you left off sharing the frustration and expectation of the Hebrews after captivity. Yes. In my book, I show concern with spiritual degradation, religious perversion, social injustices, and unfairness to the covenant Jehovah made with his people. Priests were condemned for failing to instruct the people of their covenant responsibilities. Idolatry is attacked, and men are castigated for deliberately forgetting their marriage vows when their wives become older. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boy, and then tenement to all that, and we'll discuss that a little bit later, is the tithing effort. But a lot of this sounds like today. Instead of revering God as we always should by conscientiously following his instructions, you talked about that the priests were irresponsible. Yeah. Men were divorcing their wives. And during that time, and remember that was one of the things that Jesus talked about when the Pharisees and Sadducees came to him about divorcing his wife. And they says, well, it's so as in Abraham's law. He said, but Jesus said, God never intended that divorce. That's something man made up. So God tells him that he hates divorce. That's Malachi 2.16. He hates it. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. The prophet then reminds them that failure to tithe is tenement to robbing God. That's Malachi 3.8. I used to always love that. <laughs> you going to rob me? Rob God? And I give you everything? Right. How about that? Mm -mm -mm. Well, you know, in my chapter 3, Yahweh, Jehovah, the Almighty, told me to tell his people he will send a messenger of the covenant to, to prepare for and announce the day of judgment. Only if the people turn from their evil ways, mm. the Almighty will bless them. And those who fear the Lord will be spared. I end the book with a call to remember the covenant and with a promise to send Elisha 
the ninth century prophet who ascended into heaven in a whirlwind on his chariot mm. before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. We so might be having, Elijah. Yeah, mm. we might be having some of those things happen again based on how we're performing. But based on your book, Malachi, it's clear you delivered God's message of judgment to the Judeans familiar with worshiping at the temple in Jerusalem. And you can find that in Malachi 2.11. The people of Judah had turned away from the true worship of the Lord, leaving themselves under judgment and in need of salvation. And somehow we seem to be doing the same thing right now in these time, current times. So history repeats itself. Mm. Until we get it right. Until the Lord returns. Yes. Malachi, your unique position as the last book of the Old Testament offers a glimpse into the hearts of Israelite men and women that have been chosen by God who are the descendants of Abraham, just as we are. Their history told of glories like the exodus from Egypt and the faithfulness of God to the King David. But they had also experienced the judgment of wandering in the desert. Remember, it took them 40 years. Yeah. And the shame of exile from the promised land because not doing what God asked us to do is just very simple. Mm. He will turn his back, back on us. Yes, he will. And he's almost, I see him doing partly that here in America because we are not living up to his expectations. Yes. Yes. It was over a thousand years after Abraham when Jehovah called me. The Israelites had the advantage and weight of history on their side. They could see the rewards of faithfulness, obedience, and the punishments associated with his judgment, even to the point of being uprooted from their land. But even then, with all that perspective, I had to let them know they strayed from the Lord's path. Yes. They needed the Almighty's intervention as much as ever, so my message to them was a final statement of judgment and to anticipate Jehovah's saving grace of them through the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. But one of the things I wanted to emphasize with you, Malachi, that all of those 12 books of the Minor Prophets were, during your time, written on one scroll. See, today's yeah. uh, technology and today's emphasis, when we say books, or either pamphlets or leaflets and they're all congregated but back during then you didn't have paper like we did so they were written on one scroll but as a group they are often called simply the 12 or the 12 prophets sometimes the section is formally named the book of the 12 as people did back during that day because remember before G when Jesus came they only had the Old Testament That's right. he was the, the beginning of the New Testament so the title Minor Prophets derives from the length of the individual books, which range from one to 14 chapters, and even the longest, Hosea, is well short of the lengthy Isaiah, which has 66 chapters, Jeremiah with 52, and Ezekiel with 48 chapters. Despite their short lengths, hey, I know it because I love reading uh, like Hosea and Amos and others. They pack a concentrated punch of teachings and warnings, calls to repentance, <laughs> and promises of God's vengeance. Yes. But on the other hand, his blessing included or several prophecies that relate to the coming of the Messiah, both as the Redeemer and conquering King. Scenes concerning Christ's return, horrifying descriptions of war and devastation because of sin and visions of the peace and prosperity of the millennium. So we are living really in those tantalizing dates where we are seeing all of this unfold. These prophets write mostly in poetry, using metaphor and parallelism to increase our understanding and give their words a greater emotional impact 
by allowing us to see in our mind's eye what God revealed to them. But early in the program, Malachi, you mentioned Jehovah was silent until John the Baptist. That's right. Who foretold of Yeshua or Jesus Christ, just as you did. Could you go into detail about your foretelling of Yeshua? But before we do that, we're going to take another break. I know this is a little bit different from you for your time period, but stay tuned. Stay and tuned. we'll be right back. is moving right now you are still showing up at the tomb of every lazarus your voice is calling me out tune in to the stone builders hour a unique talk show hosted by pastor gary and elder jc every thursday at five o'clock on wave 94.1 been to a real down-home auction? Gospel Express Ministries is hosting its 25th benefit auction Saturday, November 14th at the Lighthouse Children's Home, 7771 East Mayhem Drive in Tallahassee. Bid on homage-made furniture, craft items, quilts, and tools. Also, farm fresh apples, cheeses, and butter. Breakfast starts at 7.30 a.m. and auction at 9. Contact Merrill Ditwaller, 850-447-2033. Man, what did you give in that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I got to be on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Why, are you sick? Nah, I just didn't feel like coming. Look, man, every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school. Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306. Welcome back again with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. of the Stone Builders Hour program. I want you listeners to know we truly appreciate you, Malachi, uh, Malachi taking time with Pastor and I as we walk through the scriptures. Malachi, you were going to share about your prophesying the coming of Jesus Christ, or as we call him, Yeshua. Please explain. Praise God, more than happy to. And yes, once again, it uh, seems like I'm agreeing to everything what you're saying. But uh, in my book, Malachi 3.1, my words are from the Almighty. For instance, behold, I send my messenger. He was referring to John the Baptist. And he will prepare the way for me, Yeshua. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant. This passage, I predict the coming of John the Baptist, my messenger, mm. and Jesus Christ, the messenger of the covenant. Isaiah also foretold the coming of someone who would announce the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. These are the words of talking about uh, the Messiah uh, in Isaiah 43. In Isaiah 43, he says, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, mm. prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. And then you had uh, Matthews. He mentioned John the Baptist also. For them, Matthews 3, 3. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Praise God. So I was just reiterating what the Almighty wanted me to say, uh, because we've been foretelling of the Messiah from the very beginning. Yes. So... After announcing the coming of John the Baptist, the Lord used my voice, and I spoke of the second coming of Jesus Christ, saying, But he, but who can endure the day of his coming? Can we? And who can stand when he appears? For he is a refiner fire. 
refiner's fire. And you know what kind of fire that is. They're going to stoke the flames. That's going to be hot because you got to <laughs> melt. Well, and it's funny when you make things like gold or you take it out of the earth, you have to have it so hot yes. that it melts off the impurities and leave behind the precious metal. You know, uh, Matthews 3, 2 said, but who will be able to endure the day when he comes? Who will be able to survive when he appears? He will be like a strong soap, mm. like a fire that refines metal. And the prophet Joel, he also said in 2.11, the Lord thunders command to his army. The troops that obey him are many and mighty. How terrible is the day of the Lord? Mm. Who will survive it? And Jeremiah 10, 10 states, But you, Lord, are the true God. You are the living God oh. and the eternal King. Mm. When you are angry, the world trembles. The nations cannot endure your anger. Boy, somehow I think we forgot that, Malachi. I think we need to start going back and looking at that again. Malachi, allow me to read the following that supports your calling. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, wickedly will be stubble like dry straw. Mm. And that's part of the reasons why California is having, and that's Malachi's 4.1, why California is having all those fires because they have all that dead underbrush mm -hmm. that easily catches. And Jehovah adds, and I will come near you for judgment. I will be a swift wit witness against sorcerers, against idolaters, against perjurers, against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans, and against those who turn away an alien because they do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. Look at all the people, category of people that he is emphasizing. Widows and orphans, yeah. wage earners, yeah. perjurers, even aliens. So are we supposed to have an immigration problem? No. Based on the word, yeah. not. And that is Malachi 3.5 again. Malachi, you warned all the people that day a judgment was coming. And that Jehovah would bring swift destruction on everyone who transgressed his laws. Yet the people were not left without hope. God always says he gives us a way of escape. Mm, yes. Your prophecies, Malachi, of God's judgment were accompanied by appeals for the people to be faithful and obedient. He said, all he says was, return to me. Mm. And I will return to you. Thank you, Malachi 3.7. All we have to do is turn back. Turn back. Yes. Audience, you hear that? Just return to me and I will return to you. That's wow. as simple as it gets. Your grace and mercy brought me through yes, Lord. I'm living this moment oh, because, because of you. Of you. Yeah. I want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. And praise you to your grace and mercy. Oh, thank you. Brought Lord. me through. Yes. Praise thank God. Thank you. Malachi didn't oh, know you yeah, had a voice. The Holy Spirit. Like pastor. He, anytime he, ha, ha, when he He's taps here. you on the shoulder, you yes. just got to do what you guys do. Yes. But the Almighty does not change in his desire for humankind to seek him, yeah. as mentioned in Malachi 3.6. Mm. He says, for I am the Lord. Yes. I change not. Yes. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. In my closing words, I want to share the Almighty's promise, which I wrote in Malachi 4, 5, and 6. Yes. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse or utter destruction. Mm -hmm. 
I, the prophet, was sent to assure his people that God still loved them, but he demanded honor, respect, yes. Thank you, and faithfulness from them. God gave the people a warning that judgment would come to purge them of their sins unless they repented. God then inspired me, Malachi, to share a special promise. God would grant to those who would be his faithful, obedient people. This reward is an eternal place in his kingdom. Mm, thank you. In Malachi 3, the book says 316 through 7. Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another. And the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. They shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Wow. You heard it directly from God. One of the things that I wanted to emphasize is that during this time of your writings, this was a great upheaval in history. Though the Persian Empire held sway over the land of Judah, remember this is our home when Malachi wrote, its hegemony was already being challenged in Anatolia by the upstart Greeks. So people, uh, does it sound like same? Wars and rumors of wars. There was the battles of Marathon in 490 BC, Salamis in 480, and I can go on and on, which marked the end of Persian expansion into Europe. Beginning in 412 BC, Darius II used political and monetary means to influence existing inter-Greek rivalries, supporting one city-state and another to keep them occupied at home. His heir, Artaxerxes II and his successors kept the Greeks at bay while the Persian Empire declined amid its own infighting and rebellions in various places. And somehow we almost have a similar situation here. We don't make anything anymore in America. All our money is going out to China for purchases (laughs) and we have all this infighting going on. So matters can change drastically because here came Alexander the Great. So one one of the things that, so as I was saying during this time, Alexander, he had overcome Syria, Tyre, and although Tyre was given, and look at the, the name Syria. These are biblical names where we're having still major conflicts in those areas. Um, He, Alexander also overtook the rest of Palestine. He defeated it, including Jerusalem, except for Gaza. Hmm. And isn't that the area that Israel now is talking about annexing? By 330 BC, he had not only taken Egypt, but he had also conquered all the Persian Empire to the borders of India. That's a big space. Yeah. But when he died, he had no heirs. I guess he was so busy fighting, he didn't have time to make any babies. (laughs) (laughs) It was war. It's not like he didn't have a heir. Oh, I'm sure he did. But apparently he didn't have any uh, sons to take over after him. So after his death, because he didn't have any, his generals took over. And they had a four-way division of his empire. Egypt under Ptolemy, Syria in the east under Seleucus, Asia Minor and Thrace under Lysimachus, and Macedonia under Antipater and later Antigonus. Well, you got those words, those Greek words. You were able to pronounce that real well. They dominated these lands for 200 to 300 years. Judah was still 
within this area being uh, as a possession because they had been conquered. So you're talking about now, let's march in history to set the stage for the birth of Christ. And here we are, who was born late in the reign of Herod the Great. And remember him, he went around and killed all the children because the wise men said they came to see the Christ that were three and under. So even with Christ's return, our own people were divided. Look at the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Mm -hmm. They were judgmental. They were law obsessed, distort, you know, they distorted God's word by having all these laws you had to apply by. They were splintered, again, as I said, into the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the Zealots, which Jesus contended during his ministry. Because of the prophecies, many from the minor prophets, as we have seen, the Jews were awaiting the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So what happened? But due to this misunderstanding, all these factions, somehow we have all these churches, all these beliefs, when he came, his own did not receive him, yes, according to John 1.11, condemning him to Roman crucifixion, execution by crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we're going to stay tuned. Before for our final segment with the minor prophet Malachi, so we can have a better understanding, radio and podcast audience, that what is going on in these current times is really no different than what happened during the times of the minor prophets, and that was almost five hundred years before Christ came. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, J.C., at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and J.C. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Guess who? It's me, Elder J.C., asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at welivingstones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Ricola Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. 
down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar, 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit McCullagardenPropertiesLLC.com. That's McCullagardenPropertiesLLC.com. Thank you, uh, Elder JC, for an opportunity to share um, insight into uh, the time of uh, uh, the book of Malachi when I wrote it and uh, some uh, things were happening during that time period. But I just wanted to leave uh, the great confession that everyone uh, who are believers should have because Christianity is called a great confession. But most Christians who are defeated in life are defeated because they believe and confess the wrong things. Mm. They have spoken the word of the enemy and those words hold them in bondage. And that's what the Proverbs uh, 6, 1 through 2 says. Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Well, he's good for that. So no faith-filled words will put you over. Fear feel words will defeat mm. you and words are the most powerful thing in the universe yes man is a spirit being very capable of operating on the same level of faith as the almighty yes we read in mark 9 23 jesus said unto him if thou can believe all things are possible to him that believeth and in Matthew 17, 20 says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Yes. I'm just so thankful that the Almighty God called me and thought me worthy enough to share the uh, the good news and to give a warning uh, to his people because he loves us for unconditional love and all he wants from us is to love him back and to follow his commandments. Yes. So I thank you for having me today. Malachi, thanks for sharing with our audience and just so you know, this will go over the radio airwaves. Mm. And now because of modern history, people can join in any time and convenience to hear the program on iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, <laughs> Praise God. SoundCloud. So it's an opportunity for that word that you stated to not only what you said four to five hundred years before Christ came, is now can be current in these times. Praise God. Well, it was awesome sitting on the sidelines, <laughs> listening to uh, Elder JC, my lovely wife, and the prophet Malachi discuss uh, uh, current events of, of his time. And we pray you enjoyed learning about the last prophet in the Old Testament, Malachi. For me, it was a joy to understand his character in obedience to the voice of the Almighty. Even though the task given him by the Almighty, Malachi chose to do Jehovah's will. How many of we believers who hear the voice of the Lord will do his will, even though it may be unpopular? Mm. Malachi came along at a time when the people were struggling to believe that God loved them. That's what he said in Malachi 1 and 2. The people focused on their unfortunate circumstances and refused to account for their own sinful deeds. So God pointed the finger back at them, and through Malachi, Jehovah told the people where they had fallen short of their covenant with him. If they hoped to see changes, they needed to take responsibility for their own actions and serve the Almighty faithfully according to the promise their father had made to Jehovah on Mount Sinai all those years before. Well, uh, Pastor, since you're back, I uh, really appreciate you always calling me a mighty woman of God and your beloved wife. 
And I know that one of the things that we have created within our time together, our marriage, is we always do do things that are unpopular. But we stay true to the word. We stay true um, to what we believe God is doing in our lives. And so, Mighty Man, I appreciate you and look forward to much continued success with this program. Just so that you know, uh, audience, throughout Israel's history, the nation failed. And Jehovah called his people back to himself, which he's doing right now here in America, here in England, here in Africa, here in Australia, all over. God is calling us to return. There's no doubt that he's reaching out. There's no doubt that even the earth Uh, We call it, everyone's calling it climate change. I believe it's a change in what God is doing is using the earth and the fires and the hurricanes and all of the tumultuous things that are going on with our seasons to provide, to give us attention to what we need to change. Each time Israel would fail again, Mm. and, and I hate to say it, but we all fall short. Yes, we do. That's in Romans. Prompting the cycle to begin again. Boy, I don't know how many times we can start to learn this. God's final word of the Old Testament concerns judgment for sin and testifies to our inability to love him without the help of his grace. Sometimes when you think about things, you think about those prophets like Elijah and Elijah They had minimal of everything, but God was so with them that Mm -hmm. they had the power. That's what I want is the power to be able to do the things that are necessary to bring our people back to God. Do you struggle to follow God consistently? Malachi's call prompts us to live faithfully before God and offers hope that the Almighty is not yet through with extending mercy to his people. Again, go back to our previous verses, Malachi 3.1. The Lord Almighty answers, I will send my messenger to prepare the way for me. Then the Lord you are looking for will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger you long to see will come and proclaim my covenant. In Malachi 4, 2, But for you who obey me, my saving power will rise on you like the sun and bring healing like the sun rays. Hmm. You will be as free and happy as calves let out of a stall. (laughs) That's happy. Malachi 4, 5 through 6, But before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes, I will send you the prophet Elijah. He will bring fathers and children together again. Otherwise, I would have to come and destroy your country. Look at, we are the prophets. Yes. We are calling out to our nation to return back to God. We know we struggle. We all struggle and fall short. But God knows our heart if we continue to keep his commandments, to keep his laws, to put him first. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all things, not one thing, not two, that all things shall be added unto you. Pastor, anything else? Yes. If, if we will begin to establish the things God said and establish his word on this earth, then thank God we'll rise to a new level of faith. Mm. We will walk in the level of life where we release the ability of God by the words of our mouth. Yes. We can release the ability of God within ourselves by the words of our mouth and cause his word and his power to become available to us. One of the things I just want to input is I believe the reason why God has not called judgment down is because the believers that are calling on his name to continually guide us and instruct us to let us be the light that shines in this world because when he comes and it says and when i see him yes i shall be just like him but when he comes and he comes to to deal his judgment 
everybody else is going to be gnashing <laughs> of teeth. <laughs> so we're calling you now to get it right. Now is the hour. Today is today of your salvation. I repent. Yes, we need it now, Lord. Well, in closing, we want to just uh, thank you for tuning in as we uh, took a walk through uh, scriptures. And stay tuned because we have we'll plans for somebody else that we'll visit uh, coming up soon. And if, uh, and if our uh, audience wants to hear about a particular passage or prophet or a person in history of the Bible, let us know. You can yeah. contact us at welivingstones.org at our website and email us. Um, you can also call us at yeah. 850-219-0091. Uh, but let us know because we'd love to hear from you. Yes, and it gives us also an opportunity to study the words yes. and make ourselves approved. Yes. So a closing prayer today is, Lord, help me to hear you saying, I am your hope over all the other voices. Yes. I'm running to you with both hands stretched out and grabbing onto you. Fill me up with hope and give me a tangible reminder today that hope is a unbreakable spiritual lifeline. In Jesus name. That is the song too. Lord, I'm running after you. So yes. that's what we need to be doing is running after the Lord. Hey, praise God. <laughs> hey, we're going to run out of here today. Yes. So, uh, hey, we're out and listen to us next week. Yes. I'm singing, made it, made it. They love me or they hate me for my skin color. But you say I am your brother. The government keep lying to me. Telling me that they come to set the people free But the power falls when you catch us on the knees Heaven please, we're in a state of emergency See, we need a strong God, yeah We need the real God, yeah The God with the resurrection power from the grave Take away the hate to heal the human race, yeah We need a...